Anita, how's your mental health? <laughs> Questionable <laughs> at all times. You know this. Yeah. How's the mental health of your children? Um, also a little bit tricky. Can I tell you my experience in trying to find therapists for myself and my kids, Mel? Yes, please. Okay. This is how it goes. You ask around your friends and your family for a referral for somebody who's nearby. You finally find somebody who sounds like they might work for your family. You give them a call and you find out that A, they're not accepting new patients or B, they have a huge wait list. So you start over again and you ask people if they know anybody who would be a good therapist and a good fit. Finally, you find one, you go and you meet with them and you figure out that you don't actually like them that much. But it's been so much work to find somebody who you can go to in your area that you're kind of stuck with them. Well, do you have any ideas for how to get around this? Um, I do, because guess what? I've actually had some therapists that I have found on my own, which involves what you're saying. Sometimes I remember one time I was like three hours in the bathtub on my phone looking through yeah. websites. I was such a prune at the end. But I have also had the experience with working with BetterHelp and it was like, I, I don't want to say too good to be true, but because it is true, but it's like amazing because I was matched with my therapist within 24 hours. And you didn't have to go through all of that other ridiculous process of trying to find somebody. And here's the cool thing too, is if that person didn't work out for you, you can just switch and say, and it's not like you're committing to another years long search for somebody who you're going to jive with. It's true. And I lucked out or maybe just BetterHelp is really good at matching people together because I never had to change my therapist. I loved her. Perfect fit for me. And I know that some of our friends have used BetterHelp and they've had to change therapists and boom, same day can change. Easy peasy. You can ghost your therapist. <laughs> Get a new one. I love this idea. BetterHelp is one of our sponsors. If you use our promo code, trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN, you get 10% off your first month and we totally recommend it. Yes. Get some therapy. That's <laughs> trybetterhelp.com slash WWDN. Anita, we've made it to the week of Christmas. Yes, we have. Here we are. Face to face, screen to screen. We had our widow hang last night. We did. That was fun. It was. It was good to see everybody. Yeah, we got to see a few new faces and meet a few new people. And some of the people we've met before were there also. So that was fun. Yeah, thanks to those who showed up for showing up and hanging out. Yeah, and for those of you who forgot, we understand that also. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to remember things. Life is hard to remember. Yeah, so I want to know what Christmas looks like for you, Mel. Um, yeah, how does it... I was teasing my mom this morning. I was saying, Mom, do you guys even do Christmas morning anymore? Or, like, what do you do? Do you, like, wake up and take your gout medication? And she goes, she goes, yeah, and then we put in our dentures and our fake eyeballs. <laughs> that sounds about like what we're going to do here. Yeah, so what does your Christmas look like, typically? As... Typically, oh man, I don't know the answer to the typically oh, question. Okay, yeah, I guess. Because I've never had a typical life. What do you think it's going to look like? I think it's going to look like we wake up whenever we want, and then the one present that we got for each other, we give to that person whenever we feel like it, and the rest of the day will probably be normal. That's what I think it's going to be like. Normal meaning... Like another day, just hanging out. Will there be ham? No. What? 
I don't know if my mom has energy for ham. <laughs> for ham. <laughs> I bet she'll make a breakfast casserole oh, sometimes. She makes those. Okay. Those are delicious. Do you have a keto version of that? I think we will because my dad is deciding that he's got to stop having bread because we played tennis yesterday and it was a sad, sad <laughs> sight. Did he forget to take his gout medication? Yes. <laughs> and then he ate bread right before and he, <laughs> he usually beats me. My dad is 73 and he beats me every time and he could barely breathe. Really? Because he's been making tons of bread and eating all the bread. Why haven't I gotten any of this bread? It's wasted on you guys. Oh, now we're going to give it to you. He's like, what am I going to do with the bread I've been making? Now we know. Now you know. Because I love bread. It's my favorite. Cool. So it's going to be kind of like Thanksgiving for you, where it's like nothing. Yeah, and holidays are always hard anyway, especially... If you, I guess I'm a single person. I don't even know what I categorize myself as, but you know, you're for a my hermit. Whole adult life, I'm a hermit. For That's my whole what adult you are. life, <laughs> I'm a hermit. Hey, I went to the mailbox this week. Um, yeah, usually there have been some Christmases where I just pretend that they've not happened and I watch lots of Netflix and that's kind of normal for me. I guess just hanging out, but it's hard when. There's not, like, a family vibe that you thought you would maybe have as a 38-year-old. So I'm just going to hang out with my dogs, and I've ordered them some sweaters, and I'm making the best of it. And I have a great Nintendo game I'm playing, Harry Potter Lego. Thank you. (laughs) It's going to be a great day, and my dad's not going to eat bread. Okay, I'm going to bring you some ham because you deserve some ham and because it's keto. But can we talk about the cheese that we were eating last night? Yes, let's do that. We got a cheese sampler, and um, I was just going through and eating the cheeses, and then I ate one, and I was like, it did not taste good. It smelled like throw up. (laughs) It was not delicious. Well, when you started talking, it smelled to me like you had puked in my face. And maybe I had a little in my mouth. Yeah. So we know what not to get next time. Yeah. But, so don't give me that cheese on Christmas with the ham. Dang Thanks. it. I already gave it to your dogs. We let the dogs eat it. That was their dinner. They appreciated it. And Scotty was like, can I have some more of that cheese? And I was like, have you no taste, man? <laughs> He's like, I am a dog. Do you think you're going to have ham on Christmas? Um, I know for a fact I'm having ham today. That's why ham's on my mind. Mm. So... um. Christmas to us is going to be quote unquote normal. Well, not all the way normal, but fairly normal. Um, but yeah, when you have kids, Christmas is like, it's like the Super Bowl, you know, like there's a lot of prep work and then there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And then you wake up on the morning and you do like jumping jacks and you get ready. That is not true at all. Mostly you just try and be asleep and your kids come and wake you up. At five in the morning. At five in the morning. Yep, that's how it's going to go, and then we'll open presents and it'll be done. Have you been able to use any Santa manipulation on them to get them to act accordingly? Heavens, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a, you know the elf on the shelf that everybody has? We have an elf that is a lazy elf. Who has time to move an elf around and make the elf make mischief? No, 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 no. That's more work for the parent. Our elf sits in the Christmas tree and is merely there to observe and report back to Santa. He's a spy. Yes, it's a she, though. 
even though it's a she's he. a spy. <laughs> so the other day, my my four year old, he's like climbing up to the Christmas tree, and he's doing obviously something naughty. And I go up to him and I go, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he looks at the elf. And he says, "She can't see me right now because <laughs> her eyes were turned. Her face was looking the opposite direction as what he was doing. He was around the other side of the Christmas tree." And I said, "Well." She can hear you. And he <laughs> looked at me and he whispered and he said, I don't want her to stay here until Christmas. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, yeah. So we use we use the elf as, like, Elsie's watching and Elsie's going to tell Santa that you're a bad, bad boy and you will get nothing but potatoes and coal for Christmas. Hmm. That's quite the combination. I just made that up. I've never said that to them ever. <laughs> potatoes. Potatoes. Cool. Although my kids don't. Well, some of them love potatoes, but most of them don't. Well, let's cross our fingers that we make it through this week. And we know that we will because we keep making it through all sorts of weird things in our lives. So I'll see you yeah. on the flip side, I guess. Totally. Um, Unless I, I come to over to, to your you house. About... Oh, yeah. Do you want to come have Christmas morning at our house at 5 a.m., Mel? Should I bring Finn? <laughs> you would be like, ah! This is so exciting! I know. I wanted to talk to you about something on this special holiday edition of our podcast. Yep. Episode 49. Oh my goodness, we're almost at 50 episodes. We're amazing! I know, look what we've done with Broken Brains. 50 almost episodes. Um, So a little while ago, I read an article. And it made so much sense to me and I wanted to tell you about it can I so the name of the article and it came out a while ago I am behind the time so maybe some of you have read it um and you will know what I'm talking about but the article is called your surge capacity is depleted it's why you feel awful search or surge surge capacity s-u-r-g-e and okay the idea what surge capacity means is Surge capacity is a collection of adaptive systems, mental and physical, that humans draw on for short-term survival in acutely stressful situations such as natural disasters. So this means that something explodes in your life. You have a natural disaster, a tornado, a hurricane, an earthquake, and life is crazy and you have to have all of these adaptations to survive. But it's a short-term thing. Well, the article is talking about how the pandemic has tested people's surge capacity because it's been so long term. So you feel like you're having to do all of these things that you normally wouldn't have to do. You're having to homeschool your kids. You're working at home. You know, all of these weird things. You can't go anywhere. You can't see people. Your social support is gone. Blah, 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 blah. Right? So the article is talking about the reason that everybody is feeling kind of depressed and overwhelmed is because you've reached the point where your surge capacity is depleted. And when I was reading this, I had this aha, because I was like, this is why widows have had this feeling about the pandemic, kind of like, why is everybody freaking out? Like, what is wrong with people? And it's because we have already been in surge mode, and we recognize that, and we've been in surge mode for a long time extended period of time does that make sense what i'm saying to you yeah totally makes sense and it's like indefinitely yes and so when everybody else is feeling this surge capacity depletion we are already familiar with that 
feeling because our search capacity was depleted a long time ago. And the pandemic has just been one thing that's added on and it has stressed us out, but it's not a new feeling for us. Yes. Yeah. I like, I really like the wording of that. That makes sense. Yeah. So I was like light bulb because I was kind of, I know we've kind of talked about this a little bit, how even when we've talked to some of our guests, I was like, what is, you know, why is everybody like this? Like, this is not that big of a deal, even though it is a big deal. But it just seems like kind of something that we're already used to. And this made it, congealed it in my brain. I love it. I kind of, I I accidentally sort of stuck my foot in my mouth at an appointment I was at the other day. Because, you know, when you make small talk, when you're just kind of passing in and out of appointments and people are like, oh, yeah, well, this year's been so hard, you know, um, it's really tested us. And, and, of course, in my widow brain mentality, out of my mouth just comes yeah, but it's really not that big of a deal for the widows because we've been dealing with this stuff all the time and there's a death on top of it. And I totally did not have my empathy meter on. And, you know, it's like, who? I was kind of a jerk, but I also was right. So whatever. <laughs> they looked at me like, oh, oh, okay. I was talking about how college is different. Teaching college is different right now. But I'm like, yeah, but you have no idea. And they don't but also we've talked about this too that whatever problems you have those are the pinnacle of your problems and so they feel like they're the same heart as anybody else's problems so yes and i think i came up with a definition of empathy that makes sense to me oh maybe i'll make a little thing about it what is it empathy equals meeting someone where they are totally and so you didn't do that no i was where i was and was like you're silly. Yeah. Why do you think this pandemic and ad- adapting is a big deal? I was kind of a jerk, but. Yeah, it's okay. Because I also feel like when I'm not being empathetic to other people, where I'm like, you don't even understand how hard the pandemic is. I'm like, you don't understand being with your kids 24-7 and never having anybody come home to take care of them. And having to have all of the responsibility for all of the things and all of the work and all of the schoolwork and not having any social support networks, not being able to go do the things that give you stress relief. Anyway. And dealing with grief. Yeah. Yeah. But I just, I loved the term surge capacity and thinking about it in widow terms. So I wanted to share that with you. I like that. Thanks, Anita. Yeah. And then Wise. The, the question is, is, what do we do about it? Can you replenish your surge capacity? Is that thing or does it just extend? I think that it extends. I think that you kind of learn your surge capacity kind of grows and it kind of you learn what's important in the surge and what's not important in the surge, if that makes sense. And you grow in your ability to adapt. But I still think that it is not good for you. I think it's very stressful to the human body to be in that, in that. Um, in the heightened state of stress. Yeah. Well, it's cortisol. Yes. Up the wazoo. Up the wazoo. So for- yeah. Um, so I think that the answer to that is that you have to do things to help you mentally and actually physically to get through it or to you know manage manage it yeah or to take care of yourself this talks about um 
dealing with it by building a resilience bank account. And the bigger the account, the more you're able to keep up that surge. And it talks about um, sleep. Okay, that's not happening. Nutrition, also not happening. Exercise, happening. Meditation, self-compassion, gratitude, connection, and saying no. So. I love saying no. (laughs) That's like your your skill on a resume. You should be like good at saying no. You know why though? Why? Because for so many years, I was only saying yes. Mm -hmm. And your body can't handle that long term. Unless you're you saying keep going. yes to puppies. Well, yeah, but then you'll get tired <laughs> of cleaning up poo. And then I'll have to make more money and go work more jobs to feed them. But I see what That's you mean. That's true. Yeah. Take care of your bodies, everybody. If you can, it's hard. We know. Yeah. And even even reaching out and asking for help over the the next week of holidays where things might be really difficult for you so that you can have what you need. Or maybe just turning on the TV and letting your kids watch like four hours of Netflix so you can be alone. Do you know what I loved about our hang last night, Anita? It was so fun to watch people connect over things when they met a new friend in the group. And I encourage, like Anita said, if you need to reach out, especially during this next week, post in the Widow Wives Club group. There's so there are always people that empathize and that are right there with you and and maybe people that are in a little bit yeah. better of a positive mindset that can help you through it that also have understood. So Rachel Barbosa's in there, guys, you know, our resilience queen and <laughs> who was on our episode last week. Yeah. Yeah, it was really fun because we just kind of went around and everybody got to introduce themselves and talk a little bit. And as we went down the down the row, they would start saying, you know what, I really identified with what, you know. Laura said or Karen said or whatever and that happened over and over and over and over um, because there was connections made and even though our circumstances are all different there's a lot of similarities also and like you said ways to connect and ways to feel like you're not alone and that somebody else is experiencing it and has survived that particular part if it's been a hard part and they're still going. Yep and if you think that you are an imposter widow which could mean a fiance or somebody that was not legally bound to your dead person, you're not an imposter. You should reach out to, and we're here for everybody that has the same kinds of feelings. So, and even another imposter would be like, if you didn't have a great relationship with your spouse or, um, you know, maybe you were actually separated or something like that, where it's just not the normal, everything was great. And then he died. Yep. There's some complicated situations. So yeah, reach out to you're not imposters. If your spouse died by suicide or drug addiction, we have widows in our group that have gone through the same things and are always willing to talk to people in the same situation. So you can find a way to meet them and connect with them privately. And let's just help each other out. Um, Also, people who might think they are imposters are people that don't think they are, quote, young enough to be in the Young Widow Club. We don't know what young widow means. Young widow is anything from what? 20 something, 18, I don't know, to hopefully not whatever. Than 17. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> our parents signed something. responsibly, but anyway, yes, one of our widows who was super cool in the group last night mentioned something like that where she said she wasn't sure if she fit in because she wasn't a young widow. She looked young to me. Yeah. 
Young is like a thing in your heart. If you feel like you're young, then you're young. Also, you know how to use the internet and get on a Zoom call. You're definitely not old. You're fine. Maybe we should define young widow as whether or not you take gout medication. How about that? But what if what if the 18-year-olds are on gout? It's true. That's that's a terrible system, but you know how we're really good at like systems. So. Oh yes, we're so great. Um well, and just to be clear, our podcast is not called Young Widow We Do Now. It's just called Widow We Do Now. And we yeah. I'm 38, you're 40. Yeah. It's just that that's our perspective is that we are young widows and so we don't have a lot of perspective as somebody who's lived a full life with their spouse and then they died. They died too soon. So help each other out. There's a big community here for you. If you need to join the Widow Wives Club, if you're a widow, go ahead and do that on Facebook and you can answer the questions. And if you're not quite sure how to get in, you can send us an email at widowwedonow at gmail.com. We're just doing a short episode today. We just want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, we are going to wish you a happy holidays or whatever. Happy Hanukkah and Festivus and Kwanzaa. Festivus for the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. We just love and appreciate all of you guys. And we really hope that your holiday can be as good as possible and that you can be kind to yourself and not have too many expectations about what you should or should not be feeling. And you can just give yourself empathy, which means meeting yourself where you are. Right, Mel? Yeah. Yeah. Good and job. we can try and recognize that, yes, our surge capacity is deleted deleted depleted it's deleted actually and depleted so like anita said this is a short episode because we want to give ourselves and you guys enough time and care that you can prepare yourself for the week to come we just want to send out our love to all of you and our appreciation we're not going to do our patreon shout out today but just know that we're really thankful for all of the love and kindness you guys have shown to us in keeping the podcast going And we'll see you next week. Next week, we are actually taking the week off of the podcast. So we will most likely replay one of our favorite episodes. And then we will see you with a brand new episode on January 4th, 2021, guys. What? 2021. I'm waiting for my vaccine. Do you get one because you're a healthcare worker? Yeah, hopefully it doesn't turn me into like a zombie or like a polar bear or something. Or like... A chip will be in your body and move through your blood and then people can track you. I'm totally fine with that. Because if they could just hook it to Strava, then it would just track my runs and people would know how, like, where I am and if I don't come home. If you go missing. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of that. I think that I want one of those like a dog. Like I want to be chipped. A microchip. Yeah. 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 So. You and Finn have more and more in common every day. Oh. Yeah, happy birthday to Finn. Happy birthday. Whatever whatever this holiday is. Happy Christmas. Yes, happy Christmas, Harry. Okay, well, as always, thanks to all of you. We're so grateful for you and are grateful for the community that you have made possible. So good luck this week. Reach out if you need any support or help. Go in the Widow Wives Club. And Christmas to all of you. Christmas, holidays. Holidays. <laughs> and holidays. Holidays, whatever. <laughs> But it's Christmas yeah. for us, so we're just going to be selfish and say Christmas to you, too, even if it's not what you celebrate. I wish you say December. December. <laughs> A December to you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm Anita. I'm Mel. And we're just two young widows who are wishing you Christmas 
and we're trying to figure out what do we do now. This is my favorite thing to discuss with you. Tell me, what is it? One of my favorite things. I do enjoy tacos and cheese and dogs. This is about how you cannot pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars for a phone plan, especially when you're a widow, your person is dead, you might have kids, you might need another option, and you just want your phone to work, you want unlimited texting and service, and you want it to be like 25 bucks a month. It blows my mind that they have plans that start at $15 a month. That is so cheap. And the cool thing is, is it uses other 5G networks. And so you don't have to pay extra for that. And you still get great service. Yep. Anita and I have traveled all over and I have used my phone. So I highly recommend it. And my mom's even on it. When my dad died, we put his phone down to the cheapest plan, which is $15 a month. And I think my mom's on the $20 a month plan and it's so worth it. It's so much cheaper than what we were all paying before. So I highly recommend it if you're on a budget or not. Who cares? Ryan Reynolds is in charge of the company and they send you free stickers with Ryan Reynolds temporary tattoos. It's kind of the best. So if somebody wants to sign up, what can they do, Anita? Go to trymintmobile.com slash WWDN. Seriously, you guys, such a great idea. Save yourself some money. And if you're worried about losing data or having any changes with your phone, not going to happen. They walk you through it. Everything's fine. It's the easiest process of all time. Again, that's trymintmobile.com slash WWDN.